0: I will never drop Jalen Samuels. 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 I will never drop Jalen. I will never drop Jalen Samuels. I will never drop Jalen
1: I will never drop Welcome back to the week. For Whiskey Dicks Podcast. This week, as always, I'm joined by Josh. Josh, how are you doing?
2: Oh, I'm great. How is everybody doing?
1: Hopefully everybody's doing all right. And then guest that we've been trying to get on for a while, we have Dan Heider. Dan, are you ready? How are you feeling?
0: Uh I'm feeling a little apprehensive, a little nervous.
1: Uh I mean you're 0 3. Uh, you are sort of the proverbial punching bag of the league at times, huh? and now you're coming on the podcast where all we do is just every, everybody's a punching bag, so it
0: was you your choice. You guys don't punch yourselves very often. What's there to so punch? I figured, yeah. <laughs> I, figured, I figured I'd come in and help you guys out with that.
1: <laughs> I'm sure the rest of the league is disappointed that you will be speaking on their behalf. <laughs> <laughs> Nonsense. Uh but we'll we'll start with the top since the last podcast uh started we'll we'll go into the winner of last week, kind of a surprise because he was also the loser of the week before that is Ben tiller. He scored the most points this past week against our own Josh Gillis, Josh. How does it feel to get railed again?
2: Um, you know, you become numb at certain points when like you just there's nothing you can do. And it you had texted me pretty early on in the Sunday, like, ha, what happens if like, what if you lose to Ben? And uh it was right around that time where I like I had already seen the score and seen how this game was going. I was like, I'm gonna find a way to lose this game to Ben. And uh Yeah, I mean, it was about four o'clock on Sunday and I was just like, I was I was pretty much done with the day. I was pretty pretty fed up.
1: Yeah, I mean I sent you a text after the Philip Dorset touchdown, like, uh oh. And you sent me a very serious response, like, yeah, I'm gonna fucking lose. And I was like, oh no.
2: Because if Philip Dorset's scoring, like, yeah, I feel like I'm gonna lose.
1: God. Uh, you might have gone up against the highest scorer, but you were not the lowest scorer. That was Dom, who has just got thrown into the Thunderdome that is Joe and Chinzo. These just terrible, terrible matchups. Joe consistently doesn't perform <laughs> and makes sure whoever he is playing also doesn't perform.
0: Yeah, Jesus. I'd like I'd be 3-0 at that schedule.
1: There that that matchup was just uh horrible. Um on both both accounts and then it came down to Monday night where Dom's defense highest scorer on his team i'm pretty sure just starts lighting up the redskins joe asked if uh, anybody wants to send him some bleach and then scary terry was good scary and saved the day big pickup there for joe who was on his way to a very dan heider-esque start this season
0: here we go yeah
1: are you gonna keep a tally is that just one
0: (laughs) that's two now zach
1: um (laughs) Still, but uh, on the topic of Joe, we'll get into the trades that have happened so far this week. Uh, Joe and Ben made a trade. Uh, Joe traded away Jamal Williams to Ben, and Ben sent back over Eric Ebron and Ito Smith. Do either of you guys have any sort of snap reactions for me, thoughts on this trade? Who you feel like one does it even matter?
0: uh i've actually been trying to get ito smith for a little while i mean that's in why league, you're in last place i know and arlie I, I mean it's not like i want him that bad but he's gonna be the kind of player where like when bye weeks happen and we've got two flex spots to to fill he's the kind of player you want on your team
1: no okay why are why are you targeting the second flex spot
0: during it's, bye weeks it's look you know what this is fine you have to prepare for everything <laughs> uh, I think the biggest thing of the the biggest shocker in this trade is that Vance McDonald got dropped. Yeah, that I like, agree. What the, what the hell happened there? I agree. I ben, did... ben, I'm pretty sure Ben has an open bench spot, doesn't he? Yeah, I think
2: that's how he likes to keep it.
0: Okay, that doesn't make any sense at all. Well,
1: I mean, he didn't need it when he just hung Gillis out to dry last week. So
2: yeah, he's feeling pretty good about it. First off, can we can we talk this? Th- I think this is at, now that he's traded him. Ben finally only has two tight ends, but he'd had three tight ends all season long. And I'd been Who's- wanting to ask him that question. And then he put up a bajillion points on me. So I figured, what? well, who am I? Who am I to question? Him, <laughs> yeah, clearly it's working for him.
1: Yeah, no, that's fair. I mean, overall, I don't think this is a super heavy hitting trade. Eric Ebron will like get Joe through a week. And if he doesn't perform well, he won't even be on the team. Yeah, um, I don't really get and it. And so they kind of just traded backup running backs in in my mind. Except for Jamal Williams is getting way more snap count and touches than Edo Smith does, even when he's healthy. So uh take that for what it's worth. Yeah, as an Aaron Jones owner, like it would suck to see that, but also Aaron Jones get this gets the goal line work. So Meh.
2: Yeah, I, I don't know. Like 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 you said, I mean Jamal Williams, if I had to pick two between the two backs, it would be Jamal Williams. So clearly. Uh, Joe is high on Eric Ebron.
1: Well, there's also another trade Ryan and Alex fear made a trade. Ryan had an extra quarterback on his team in Russell Wilson, who is a QB one right now seems to be all right this year. They're passing a little more than last year, probably because Chris Carson can't hold onto the football. Um, But Ryan traded away Russell uh, to Alex and Alex gave back Tyler Boyd. Uh it all depends on where you value Boyd right now how he's done this year he's kind of been where you would draft him he's been underperforming but honestly I feel like he's been just fine. I don't he's kind of very vanilla to me at the moment.
2: Yeah, I uh just I expect him to have a big game because Ryan plays me this week but we'll get into those matchups here later. Honestly, he's been pretty good. Like I I've don't last year think too. he's been bad. He hasn't gotten in the end zone, and that maybe that's the knock on him. But like looking at his stats, I mean, eight catches for 60 yards against Seattle, 10 catches, 122 at mm-hmm. home against San Fran, and then big six for 67. Now. So you're looking at eight catches a game, and you know, between 60 and 120. I mean, that's that's yeah. pretty solid receiver production. Now, the big question for me in that offense is a are we, are they really going to throw like ninety percent of the time or is there are they ever going to try?
1: I think they will
2: ever try and get the running game going. And then the second thing is they're doing this with Tyler Boyd acting as the number one and James Ross as the number two. But what happens when Correct. AJ Green comes in?
1: That's where I think fear, and maybe he got out a week early or or whatever. But I think that's where I would. I don't know if I don't necessarily side with it. I think I'm all for a I'm all for a running back or wide receiver instead of a quarterback and Ryan's very smart to get rid of a quarterback for a player like Tyler Boyd who has value. But if when AJ, when AJ Green comes back, the person on the offense whose role gets diminished is Tyler Boyd. John Ross is being used as more gadgety almost. They're setting him up for yards after catch and utilizing his speed and things like that and they're still going to do that. Even when, even when A.J. Green comes back. I think he's too dynamic, or at least Zach Taylor thinks he is. Um, and, and he's shown that he is. He, he has shown. So I, I don't know if Ryan believes that Ross will get bumped down or what the plan is here, but it'll definitely be interesting to see what happens when Green comes back.
2: Yeah.
0: First of all, I don't think Dakota has ah. enough uh, wide receiver Thank depth you. to trade Tyler Boyd. Oh, man. That might that might spare your question in the
1: interview. I Ooh, might have perfect. To get off one of the more rude ones like is Jen, <laughs> why don't you is, get off is Jen all the Jen rude ones? To blame for your performance? <laughs> I might not ask. Her.
0: Jen looked at me the other day and told me she's disappointed in me.
1: Jen's oh, oh, oh so it's definitely not her fault. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh yeah, no, I mean Tyler Boyd was good last year. Um not great, but I mean he's someone you want on your team. Um and right now he's rocking Adam Humphreys and Kenyon Drake in his flex.
1: Adam don't Humphreys know. is Cole Beasley light. I can respect that. Uh, Kenyon Drake's terrifying. He might not be Cole Beasley is the Sunday. Nathan
0: Peterman of wide
1: receivers. That's probably why I have him then, because Nathan Peterman's a great player. Why don't you have Nathan <laughs> you Peterman? He never got his chance. Why don't
0: you have Nathan <laughs> Peterman? He got his chance. He made it rain interceptions.
1: No, and then he was on the Raiders, and he was definitely going to take it for Derek Carr's job, because Derek Carr looks so bad, and I'm so <sighs> glad that that's my stance and has, and has been uh, battling with Gillis forever now. But I think Derek Carr is just flat out bad.
0: Derek there, Carr, He had the one season where he was like a top five quarterback
2: thank for you, a baby. long time. Thank you. He I think he got an it. Did, MVP he, did he finish candidate. it? They okay. won 10 Can, games that year. Yeah. He was lighting it up. Can and- I reference
1: Blake 10 games. season where he lit it up, where he was unreal? And does that make him a good quarterback? No, that was that was different. That. that
0: was totally different. He was no, a good fantasy quarterback. Yeah, he, so was Derek Carr that year? No. They won ten games.
2: Go on. I don't Derek Carr is always gonna have a spot in my heart for his forty one point performance when I beat oh, Alex. That's true. I, I, I will always stand by him for that. That's that true. I'm like I'm legend. like
1: bad mouthing him to his son right now.
0: Gills, I know I like. you you have a lot of bad luck in fantasy, but do you remember like each and every win? He has to. There's only like seven, seven, right? Yeah, no, seven. that's what I was thinking too. I, over don't under no. oh, Josh, I don't remember him. Oh, Josh, Josh, this is a slippery
1: slope. I'm all for jumping on any any shit talk bandwagon. Dan's can No, look,
2: me. I hear it. I hear it. It, it. Here's the thing, though. You don't. It's so hard to remember the random small things. I I just remember. I remember the butt kickings, and I remember like random things like like that forty-one point performance. I don't remember any other player on my team. I just remember Alex celebrating at 1 o'clock, taking a nap, and waking (laughs) up and crying. Like That's how I remember (laughs) that. That's true. Dan
1: has to be able to relate. I mean, he hasn't sniffed a championship in years, but every now and again... I sniffed a
0: championship two years ago. It was my first (laughs) playoff loss in fucking history. Get the fuck out of here. Pardon my French. I'll try to keep this PG. Then no one believes. But to finish my point, even though you literally just talked up Nathan Peterman, I hate you.
1: What are you talking about? <laughs> Nathan Peterman is is unproven talent. He never got his chance. What?
0: I bet fucking Manu, Muhammad Sanu probably has more touchdown passes than Nathan Peterman. How many touchdown passes does Nathan Peterman have?
1: Oh, ask me that after next year when he takes Nathan Peterman. his
0: job. The best thing I can say about Nathan Peterman is he's a poor man's Brock Osweiler. I think that's a compliment. That might be too high. Brock Lobster's trash. He takes people's jobs.
1: Why is that a compliment? He comes in. He's the milkman,
0: baby. He he, just shows up. He took like five people's jobs. He took (laughs) all the the jobs of the people who thought it'd be a good idea to give him $20 million.
1: Yeah. He takes a starting quarterback and the front office. He cleans everyone
2: out. (laughs) <laughs> is what is Brock Was, uh, Brock Osweiler doing right now?
1: Probably running the Peter City gym.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think I think that's what he's doing.
0: Oh
2: I'm he can do, do whatever he wants. Using... That man's like six eight. He's I'm he's gonna, probably yeah, like
1: yeah. in the G League right now.
2: Yeah, probably. I think I'm gonna make a new drinking game for myself. It's like anytime Zach and Dan go at each other, I'm just gonna take a drink. Oh, we're going to see if I this bottle. Yeah, yeah, I was going right to say right
1: the now. bottle better be close, baby. This is uh there's a, there's a lot more to get through. I'm here.
0: actually I'm almost done with mine. I hate you.
1: We haven't even started <laughs> the interview, but we're about to. Um I, it clearly doesn't seem like we have any more to say about those trades. All in all, I don't think they're game changers, but uh they did happen and hopefully they make the difference for any of those four. League mates that we have, but we will move on to the interview. Josh, do you want to take a question first or do you want me to ask one?
2: Oh, you go ahead.
1: Uh all I have written here is Todd Gurley? Question mark. Dan, care to elaborate?
0: That's not a question.
1: No, didn't you hear my voice? I, I didn't say Todd <laughs> Gurley, I said Todd Gurley. I think that cleared it up. Go ahead, Dan.
0: Todd Gurley's fine. Look, he's fine. He's oh my, he's gonna gosh. be all right. Are he's you gonna paid be all right. by the Rams? He holy you know, shit! First of all, Sean McVay is a fucking liar. Sean McVay is out <laughs> here like there's there's no snap count on him. Hot take: Sean McVay's the problem. He's he's Zach. rusty. He's rusty. He I do not believe it's his injury slowing him down. I do believe that if they're blowing someone out, he's not going to get a lot of touches. Well, he didn't practice. They he was injured. They uh,
1: haven't blown anyone out. The Saints game was way closer than the score indicates, and they went down to the wire with the Browns, and they went down to the wire with the Panthers.
0: He was fine. And then when the
1: game was on the line, they're like, Malcolm Brown, get in the game.
0: You talking about the Panthers? That's week one. He didn't practice most of the offseason. I have no problem because with that. You, put up, you think it was because of the knee? He put up 97 yards <laughs> <laughs> rushing. <laughs> With the reception, my my biggest concern with Todd Gurley is he does not have very many receptions at all.
1: Yeah, I mean they're not they're not throwing any screen passes like they used to. No. They're not targeting uh, any any of the running backs. That's not just a Todd Gurley thing. That is the entire backfield. Um, when I was watching the the Browns Rams game, you really have to be drinking the Kool Aid to tell me todd Gurley doesn't look different
0: go look at every that doesn't back mean he's the browns, bad though. the browns have allowed like 2.6 yards per carry or something no crazy. i'm not
1: i'm not saying producing there's running backs that look good and only get two yards because they might be getting hit in the backfield and they're breaking tackles he genuinely just didn't look like he I, was the best running back in the league anymore he clearly now that doesn't mean he's just terrible but there's definitely a regression there, and I don't yes. know if it is the knee. I don't know if he's in his own head or what is going on. But he's not the player that started off last season with ten straight like twenty point games or whatever. No, so no. I um, I don't think he's that's
0: pretty disappointed so far.
1: So kind of back to the to the second. We'll get into another question here. We traded picks at the start of the year, and how much of that do you attribute to your poor start? Because you basically traded up 2 pick Todd Girl.
0: Uh, so. To be fair, and this actually won't help me much, but to be fair, uh, I would have loved to get James Conner as well. And I think he was taking a pick or two before me. You're right. That doesn't help me because James Conner's doing booty. Like at this point, I would rather have Todd Gurley than I would rather have than I would uh, like to have James Conner. Um, I don't that, know. that might be favoritism, I mean- that might be bias, but I I like Todd Gurley more season going forward than I do James Conner. Huh. Because James Conner looks bad and the Steelers now kind of don't necessarily look good. I'm hoping uh, the good quarterback play will help.
1: To me, they look the same, except for the Rams are still a good team, and I think Todd Gurley will still get opportunities, and the Steelers are really, really struggling right now.
0: What's going on with their offensive line? thought it was supposed to be good. Gillis,
1: can you report on that?
2: Uh, The offensive line isn't the problem. The problem is is the quarterback play, Um, and I will point out that while I did take the Steelers to win the division, Yikes. you know, here's the thing. Our division sucks, people. Don't uh don't think that it can't happen. The Ravens uh and me, Joe and Zach debated about them uh, uh last week. They don't look that good. I thought they were going to get smacked and they did to the Chiefs. They just kind of caught up towards the end and got some garbage.
1: Well, I mean like yeah, the Chiefs covered, but the, the Browns it was by no means a blowout. out
2: bad like I predicted. Um That's true. the the Bengals are also bad, even though I was rooting yes. for them and I was sipping the Kool-Aid just a little bit. I, th- here's the thing. New England, at New England, is a very difficult matchup. San Fran could actually be a really good team. They were That's supposed true. to be. They were the hot pick last year. Things didn't go their way. This year, they've started 3-0, and they are playing better defense. I mean – They might just be a better team. And if that's the case, then your easiest game was against Seattle, who last year made the playoffs, and this year, I mean, it's early in the season, but who knows. I think you're going to learn a lot about the Steelers uh, tonight or Monday night at home this week against the Bengals because the Bengals are bad, and if they go against you know teams that we know are bad, let's see how well they perform.
0: Uh, I agree with that. Um, and then also, I would imagine I didn't watch much of the game last week, but I would imagine they were kind of daring the quarterback to beat them. Um, yeah.
2: I mean, I'd imagine yeah, Seattle kind either. of always has
0: that magic. As long as they have Russell, they have that magic where they, they're always kind of
2: hard to beat. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard against my my pick for the NFC West division, San Fran 49ers, baby. <laughs> Told Fran you. 49ers. Told you, Zach.
1: Yeah. Uh, that is. Uh you just traded off the Steelers for them really
2: (laughs) I mean no because I'm like I said Steelers still good they're gonna win the division at like nine and seven
1: Josh go ahead and go ahead and uh ask Dan something that's been that's been burning in your mind
2: sure I don't know that any of these have been burning in my mind so I won't go that far but let's just say Dan uh do you think you can make the playoffs this year
0: Ooh, that's a good question uh Wish ESPN's history was better so we could go back and take a look at like what the worst start to a season was for a team mm-hmm. that still made the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, I think yes. I think um, <clears throat> it's obviously not, the odds aren't good anymore. Um, but I do think that there's a potential for me to get most points scored, um, get that last spot going like that route. Um my team's been pretty consistent. I think I put up like 90 something in week 2 and that was my lowest score. Put up like 120 in week 1 and then 105 last week. So I'm not close to the top. I think I'm like just outside the top half or whatever. Um but I I like my team from a consistency standpoint. I think I'll always be around that probably 100 give or take 10 and i think i like that
1: so it just goes to the remaining teams i don't no no i'm pretty sure it's the high if you are the highest score in the league and you're not in the playoffs or in the top 5 you get the sixth spot i don't know charlie charlie will come Isn't down is that what we were talking know. about no Mish. so dan's dan's saying uh 1 through 5 don't even matter and then the remaining people the highest score gets that sixth spot i'm right. saying 1 through 5 do matter no
2: yeah, Luke really? was not the highest scorer last season. I know that for a fact.
1: Well, but yeah, Luke he didn't, didn't
2: make playoffs. the playoffs. <laughs> no, he, I mean he was the he was in in line for the next spot. Listen, you can definitely pull it in the league and ask Charlie, but I'm pretty sure Dan is right.
1: Luke ended the year last year with the fifth highest points for.
2: Who was the sixth seed?
1: Joe got the
2: the seed. Right, because he had more points than Luke.
1: Oh, okay. I guess that is true. Oh, so him and so Dom had a better record, but he didn't make it. Is that damn wow yes okay well i was I was wrong, so I guess yeah you you will have a shot then,
0: yeah, and that's probably my best chance, but I mean, honestly, that being said, I've played strong teams on good weeks so far, um actually, if anyone was gonna beat m g so far, it, it was me, I fucked up, but I've played strong teams. Um, I've got some weaker ones coming up, though I'm not as excited to play Ben in two weeks as I was <clears throat> prior to him <laughs> feeding his D to Gillis's mouth. Ben's
2: team shit. <laughs> Still going with that, huh? Yeah, dude. His team's yeah. garbage. All right. That's What's not 167 I, points. That's nothing.
0: I kind of agree with you. His team is actually not that bad. Honestly, he has probably some of the best depth in the league, which doesn't make any sense because he has a uh, – what.
2: Ben's team's trash.
1: What do you That's mean he of? has some of the best depth in the league?
0: Um, Antonio Brown, you can probably drop, to be honest. If you drop Antonio Brown, I don't pick him up, Ben. Okay, his depth's not that good. But <laughs> yeah, what? He has, I was he like, has... have
1: you have you looked at Ben's team? Yeah, have you
2: been drinking, Dave?
0: I would I would yeah, I'm pretty much out. Um, Zach does that to me. I would probably play a Mandola this week against Kansas City, Ben. Don't be an idiot.
2: Be sure, but like are you thrilled about it? No, right. But I'm zero and three. So hey, I hear you.
0: But I'm zero and three, and counting on Danny Amendola.
2: I can't wait till he puts up forty points and wins next week, just for no fucking reason.
1: Yeah, who knows? I will be. I will be with him for the one o'clock games. Uh, me and Mary in New York. So I'm sure he'll be asking me who to start. Who gets to play him this week?
2: Oh, that's I, a great question.
1: I won't hold back. I'll just tell him everything I know. Oh, it's Zach Brand. Well, <laughs> sorry, Zach. <laughs> But a couple more questions here before we move on to the matchup breakdown. Gillis, do you want to ask one or do you want me to take it away?
2: Oh, was that only one question? Boy, I feel like we got on a ramp there. Yeah, I
1: know. A lot of tangents
0: coming out here.
2: All right. Well, outside of you, Dan, who is the worst team in the league?
0: Uh, That would be you probably, to be honest. Like, what are you scoring? uh, Sorry, I didn't mean that. Let me take a look. It might be Joe. It might be... uh, That's a good question.
2: That's what I'm here for.
0: Sneaky answer. It could be Ryan. It's probably not. But Sony Michelle and Carlos Hyde as your RB1 and 2. Not very good. Plant your flag somewhere, Dan. Uh, outside of me. I m- might have to. Let me take a look at Joe's team. Sorry, Joe. Man, don't Sorry, be Ryan. too confident. Don't really I'm going to go, hammered, I'm gonna have to go Joe over Ryan for bottom two. Oh, fuck, Dom. God, Dom team's trash. There's so I'm many bad teams at the in the
1: league. And, those are the bottom and they three all have scores. better records than you do.
0: Yeah, what cruel world is this? <laughs> Lady Luck, you fickle bitch. Like Literally, Stom's, Dom's best player might be DJ Shark. Uh, I'm going to go Dom.
1: Dom has the worst team? That's what you're calling? Dom, Dom, right, Dom, Joe,
0: Ryan, Gillis, Zach. Zach is obviously the worst team in the league actually brand no you oh yikes that's yeah. that's an
1: unfortunate take there's no yeah. one dan that's that's a bad look well scored
2: eight points less than dan this year we basically right? have the same team
1: wait are you just ignoring the fact that he has travis kelsey what who Dom does he has left Kelsey. No.
0: travis kelsey is a tight end they don't count as people
1: that is why you're zero and three <laughs> that's why the moment like we move to a 14 team league you've just been garbage
0: Tight ends, tight ends are not people. Have you ever seen a tight end vote? Have yeah. you ever seen a tight end eat? Yeah. No, you have not.
1: Over dinner, when they voted on the worst team in
2: this league, they all chose you.
0: You did not have dinner with any NFL tight ends.
2: Guys, I'm going to need you guys to quit arguing so much because I'm literally getting hammered over here. You guys are killing me.
0: Josh, settle a debate for us. Oh, boy. Are sure. tight
2: ends people? I mean, yeah. I don't know why this is a debate. <laughs>
1: It was a it was a tough take from Dan.
2: <laughs> Dan's over here like Sammy
1: Watkins, just like we're all lizard people.
0: Name some, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sammy Watkins, lizard people, tight ends, and Sammy Watkins. He was probably born to play a tight end. Gillis, you played football. Uh, name some tight ends that are people
2: that I played with. Yeah, uh, who was our tight ends?
0: How far are you?
2: How far are you going to try and
1: take this, Dan?
2: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what you're proving here. I don't know. What?
1: So, yeah, no, Gillis, I, you don't have to start naming just guys that you played with. What is? What are we doing play here? T-
2: yeah, I right. played tight end. Boy, we that's can move
0: on, but tight ends don't count. And no. Dom's best player Dan's doing some like
1: weird Jedi, let me say something so ridiculous so they can't notice how terrible my team is and how I actually am that
0: tool exactly. as well. That's a, find <laughs> a new slant. Find a new slant, dude.
1: All I'm doing is just like reading my my record so far in the teams that I played and you just keep showing up the loss column and I keep refreshing and it just
0: keeps showing you there. Over and over and it's, over. Because and it's over. not a dynamic stat. It's static. Gillis, your loss column is also static, but that's a different story. Listen. Uh, Dan, how do you even look at Jen when you go to bed? Next night? question.
2: That's, <laughs> that's actually Zach. <laughs> like, Zach Sadly, and without questions.
0: pride or manliness.
2: <laughs> well, all right. Well,
1: we'll we'll switch up the speed here. What is your over under for your boy Danny Dimes
0: this week? Danny Darts. Oh God, dude! I have Danny no idea. Dumps. Was it a fluke? I haven't gone and watched uh much of the game much lately yet. That was a sentence. um I don't know, dude. I'm actually having a, like, a really hard debate between playing him or Case Keenum. Like, I'm going to ride the hot hand and play Daniel Jones, but I feel like Case Keenum might be the smarter play.
1: So both teams, when they have put up points, have had the luxury of going up against like, much better teams, so they're forced to throw. But now you're in that weird conundrum yeah. where they're playing each other and they're both bad.
0: Yeah. Um, so now I'm kind of picking the worst defense which is probably the New York Giants. But then Case Keenum's on the road, and Daniel Jones just gave me 34 points. So really, it's a fucking coin flip. Um, I'm going to go with Daniel Jones. And
1: what's his over-under for points this week?
0: 20. 20? 20. 20.
1: Holy shit. I mean, I would take the under. Because if you get a week of 17 out of him, is that good? Yes. That's, but that's <laughs> 75 less yards than what you just said.
0: That's fine. Or a touchdown or two.
1: No, I don't. Uh, The only thing going in your favor with that projection is that Washington is not good.
0: We were talking about this yesterday. Let's do a shotgun. None of this pussy water bet stuff because I have so many I can't keep track. Let's do a shotgun.
1: Wager a shotgun. Uh, Post it to
0: the Snapchat story. If it... Do you have a Snapchat?
1: Yes. Oh, no, no, no. You just upload it into the group me. Let everyone see it. That's fine. Whatever. So, on the off chance that he does score exactly 20, you can I have get 20. It. Perfectly
0: fine. Perfectly. I will take the I want under as well. Um, then wait. What? I'm going to Vegas in October. So, so, now would be a good time to guess. I get 16 through up.
1: Yeah, I think that's how it works. I think that's okay, how it works.
0: Perfect. I have I have Tallboy Natty's or Natty Seltzers in my fridge right now. Don't ask me why. Natty Seltzers.
1: You live a troubled life, Dan. Yeah, I should stop picking on you. Clearly, you've hit <laughs> rock bottom.
2: Danny, are you? Do you have Todd Gurley out of your lineup as like some weird mind game you're playing or what?
0: <laughs> Fucking what the hell, dude? Tampa Bay is always bad at defense, and this year they are number one against the run. Well, what the fuck?
1: Their passing defense is like the worst in the league. They can stop so the people run just.
0: They just throw the ball against them because it's easy.
1: Yeah. It's like if you're playing keep away and the kid's running at you. So you throw it over their head. That's the Tampa Bay defense.
0: I like Todd Gurley a lot, but if that's the like if that's the circumstance, I don't like Todd Gurley and I'm upset by it. Next question.
1: (laughs) I don't think. All right. We'll we'll call this final question. Uh, You have the least amount of fab in the league. Your biggest purchase just dropped you a fat 3.9 last week. And you actually had Gallman on your roster, and you dropped him. And you you dropped Peyton Barber. And, you choked motherfucker, you, and you physically <laughs> spent money on Daniel Jones when no one would bid on him. Not That's that it you're didn't all pan a
0: out. Pussies, I got thirty three points from him. So now
1: that you have forty three dollars left, spent on just like the Suicide
0: Squad. Joker was what,
1: cool. What in the Jared hell Leto. is going on for Jared
0: Leto you? is the best Joker player. It's cool to like Heath Ledger, but Jared Leto did a pretty damn good job.
1: Said no one
0: ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 30 Seconds to Mars fans would have like to have a word with you.
1: Look, again, you're doing the same thing we are trying to avoid the question
0: that is the dumpster what fire was the question. The of question your waiver you wire decision. Mark. You literally just said someone's name earlier and then told me it was a question.
1: But I ended it with what the hell is going on. And then you just couldn't get over the fact that you're trying to get your rocks off to Jared Leto as the Joker.
0: Gil, are you drunk yet?
1: What What was the question? This is, as this he still didn't say I'm gonna start
2: it. slurring my words. Like Dan you guys will not your, be able to get your waiver cure.
1: wire decisions and free agent. Oh,
0: dude, yeah, no, I think I'm an innovator. No, like, my, my waiver wire, uh, my waiver wire, my fab has been spent well in my.
1: You've opinion. spent more time dropping <laughs> and trying to repick up players than anyone.
0: That's only because you didn't need Peyton Barber, and I needed Adrian Peterson. Look, my fab, I'm an innovator. I, I am an innovator. I, I know that week one, in a 14-team league, week one is when you get a shot at those players that people didn't know were going to be good going into the season.
2: Except for yeah. we know
1: about all the players you've
0: picked up so far.
2: I was going to say, give me one example of that player that you we found did not before. know about what? Daniel
0: Jones. One of those players would be Terry McLaren. McLaren. Why didn't you get Terry him Terry. You, but you
1: didn't even get, get him. him
0: because I didn't need he's
1: he's, he's on his second team <laughs> I, right now, and neither team is yours.
0: Look, 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 I called that week one is the number one week for waiver wires, right? I may have not spent my fab on the proper players, but I did spend my fab. And I will plant my flag in that.
2: Hey, that's I'm all we a can fucking ask.
0: next year. Next year, do you know how much Fab is going to be spent in week one? Not a fucking enough because I'm going to outbid all of you fucks. I'm going to be out of Fab in week one.
1: What? What was his name? Terrence Williams get two touchdowns for the Cowboys and drop seventy five dollars on him. No, and I won't. Then I've gonna been gonna on be like, the Terrence. Oh, no.
0: I've been on the Terrence. I was on the Terrence Williams bandwagon when it was cool and you were still in diapers. No, that's all you have to say is you were Kill on us. the Terrence Williams Kill us. why don't you ask me questions? Cause, I'm cause sure we're out of the questions. you have that insightful questions. That the last
2: questions. of the question
0: segment. Uh, I'm out of whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> the question segment dr- bled me dry.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Um, I don't know. I think that's all I got, though. Uh, Josh,
2: mm-hmm. you? I'm so I'm hammered right now. I can't trade. ask another question. Wait, what's, what
0: do they play during the fantasy footballs?
1: <laughs> Alex, make a trade.
2: Probably
0: he's trying to catch up to Joe and Ben of all people. What 404 team not found traded Saquon Barkley, yeah, and Emmanuel Sanders, Sanders, Colonel Sanders for Josh Jacobs. That is a far better deal than MG was going to get anywhere else. That's insane. That is insane.
1: Wow, yeah, that's uh, okay, so. Mid-podcast trade just happened right now. What uh, Alex just traded away Saquon Barkley and he dropped TJ Yeldon so he could get Josh Jacobs and Emmanuel Sanders from M G Dan snap reaction. He doesn't seem like he's a fan for Alex.
0: If I'm reading that right. Look, Alex just said, I don't care about the playoffs. I don't want to take the ACT again. That's what Alex just said. And he probably accomplished his goal. Gillis snap reaction.
2: I mean, Big names. I'd have to look and see how this is going to affect Michael George's depth. He also Michael gets George's Melvin Gordon back, so he yeah. might have the scariest running back core uh, ever, like towards the end of the season. But can he make it through uh, is going to be the question. Why not? I don't know. He's 3-0. Who's,
0: who's going to stop him?
2: Uh, I wasn't going to when he scored 169 points on me. So.
0: Oh, wait. wait, wait. There's another one. There's two uh nope never mind i
1: lied (laughs) no that's just twice yeah they showed twice yeah that's just it getting moved through um yeah clearly alex uh the moment saquon went out alex i mean definitely isn't afraid of a trade but he clearly went into full all hands on deck i know he was texting me i know he was texting josh dan i assume he was texting you clearly was texting mg no Um, i offered
0: i offered him adrian and he was like i'm trying to aim higher and i was like that's fair
1: yeah, he wants good players, right? Not not someone that you want to drop and pick back not up. Then perfectly try
0: fine, back. perfectly fine injury fill-ins.
1: Yikes! Um, but no, he's clearly trying to make it. I mean, I, it definitely helps his team, right? Now. I think uh, Josh Jacobs is definitely a workhorse back in Oakland. Whether that's a good thing to have or not is nah, But, I mean, he's going to get touches. He'll get the goal line looks. There's no one else back there. Emmanuel Sanders has definitely been solid for whatever Denver's offense is. Um, uh, neither Alex of them are on, has- like, a great team, but it's definitely salvageable. And clearly, uh, MG's doing this, I mean, because he's sitting on John Ross and Melvin Gordon. Uh, now he has Saquon, so he can he can take his time and wait this one out.
0: Um, and hopefully Alex, he comes back right, in time for the playoffs so he can play. Name the bottom five passing offenses. You'd want to have two wide receivers in. Jags. Miami. Okay.
2: Denver Broncos. Buffalo Bills.
0: Denver Broncos. Gills. There's the answer I was looking for. Because Alex now has Emmanuel Sanders and Cortland Sutton. And like four other receivers that are probably fine for your flex spot. Yeah. And I mean, I don't Julio. I don't
1: know. I mean, I don't know if people know this, but as big of a long, just lifelong. Detroit Lions fan Alex is. He's also a big time Joe Flacco lover and he just couldn't stay away. He is, that, is that true? It. No. What you psycho? Yeah, of course that's okay. not true. My bad.
0: That was a good joke.
1: <laughs> too, too convincing. Too convincing.
0: <laughs> too convincing. Literally, Joe Flacco's wife doesn't have Joe Flacco at top of her quarterback list. Yeah, of course not. She's trying to win. Mrs. Flacco does not like Joe Flacco. Our
1: wow! Last last second trade coming in. That's that's pretty spicy trade too. For the sake of, of this podcast, we'll move into the matchups. Um, we will start it from the top. It'll be Fleece or Famine, which is Dom coming in at one or two versus four or four team not found except for it now is Josh. Kind of walk me through some initial thoughts on this matchup here.
2: Yeah, well, he was lucky to get the trade in right before the way by, before the lineups locked. Um, so yeah, that would have been a, a
1: deadline.
2: Whew, that'd have been a tough, tough look for him. But I mean, this obviously changes things quite a bit. Um, I look at the quarterbacks. I think Stafford's going to be fine. Uh, Josh Allen is going against easily the toughest defense he's played against, uh, but he does have kind of a rushing floor. Um, so it is going to be an interesting matchup. I kind of washed the quarterback position, maybe even slightly favor Stafford in a shootout. Here's where it gets. I mean fleece or famine, I look, like, I don't know. James White, he's healthy. Jordan Howard is bad. I don't I really don't know what to think of his running back situation other than I I wouldn't want that for me. Uh Joe Mixon, though, uh against Pittsburgh and uh Josh Jacobs, who if he is healthy, might be the best running back in the right situation right now. I mean I think Joe Mixon's a crazy talented running back, but Let's be honest, he doesn't have a very good offensive line, and they've clearly proven that they want to throw the ball a billion times with Andy Dalton for some reason. So, I'm giving the running back position to Alex out of just sheer, I don't know, maybe volume. Sounds good. Sounds like a good reason. Uh, Julio Jones is a beast. Uh, Sutton is, I I don't think he's going to play Sutton um, after acquiring some people, but Because lineup's locked, we'll just say that he does. Uh, Marvin Jones, I mentioned Stafford kind of being in a shootout. Anybody could get points there. And uh, is that Deontay? Yeah, Deontay Johnson. Um, Cincinnati's secondary is not very good. So, I mean, it really depends on Mason Rudolph. I'm I'm leery on it. Uh, Valdez Scantling is going to torch it up. Metcalf is going to feast just because it's Arizona. Uh, Travis Kels, who is uh, a great tight end, but also uh, not on bye like Alex's George Kittle is. (laughs) And then DJ Chark and Marquise Brown. I mean, Marquise Brown's always a threat to go off, very hit or miss. And DJ Chark, man, for some reason, he just can't stay out of the end zone. I'm curious to see how Denver's secondary covers him. I'm thinking it's going to be a tough matchup for him. Uh, And then... Alex's defense may be the worst defense you could play this week at the Rams. Uh, meanwhile, he's, Dom's got the Bears against a Kirk Cousins that you know, uh, if given the chance to throw the ball, he will turn the ball over. So uh, they better try and stop the run. Um, really weird matchup right now, especially because it's hard to say what Alex's lineup is actually going to be. I expect at least three different positions, maybe four to be changed in and out of there trade uh, so who what am i picking yikes. it didn't
1: even sound like you took a side there you just
2: yikes yeah i think i'm gonna <laughs> i think i'm gonna take dom only because i don't know what alex's lineup is and i yeah I, having not i'm not able right now to put it together in my head so I'm i'm taking dom
1: yeah um Honestly, I, I'm I'm actually gonna follow suit here. I'm gonna take Tom, and it's uh, Tom. I'm I'm gonna take Dom, and it's entirely matchup based. Uh, when I go down his roster, yeah, I'm not like super psyched about a lot of those players, but all their matchups are are really really solid, or they're on offenses that I believe will will overcome what they're doing. Um, and on Alex's side, like the positions that he needs to get his consistent points from they don't exist and i don't think his trade that literally just happened is going to make up for that uh so it'll i mean rosters locked. so josh allen new england's bad i don't until the bengals show me something i don't trust joe mixon and then like george kittle on by that's he just kind of got gutted from three really big positions whereas on on dom's side um James White will be just fine at Buffalo. Like He's gonna probably get 10 receptions. Stafford gets to play Kansas City. Philly's corners are terrible. Valdez Scantling's gonna be fine. DK Metcalf's gonna feast. Travis Kelce is gonna feast. DJ Shark, I think, will be just fine. Um, and Marquise Brown Cleveland's uh secondary was in all of them were hurt last week and like none of them played and and I don't know I just don't like it and the Bears against Minnesota look great so I'm going to take Dom. Uh Dan any quick thoughts on a pick real fast? Um
0: I'm going to p- take Alex.
1: Uh just to be con- contrarian or do you
0: like his team more? Uh it's a talent pick. Uh Josh Allen for so I think what'll make a. Will make or break it will be Josh Allen. Um, if New England just puts out the blueprint for how to stop him, then that's going to be, then Alex loses. Like if Josh Allen scores more than 15, I think Alex wins. Um, yeah, that's fair. If, I mean, that's, but I think he could do that with his legs. Like even if New England's like, we're going to shut you down, you're not going to be able to throw the ball. Then I think he can do it with his legs.
1: So no, I mean, I it, mentally for me, I mean, that's going to be New England's game plan. They're going to be like, Be a quarterback. Try and be this, and he's going to be like, I
0: don't know how. Only place Dom wins is tight end, and those aren't real people. So
1: that's yeah, that's fair.
0: That's it's a very
1: not valid point that you continue to stick with. Mm -hmm. Um, But we'll move on to the other matchup here. It'll be and also Pete the Cat, which is Joe at one and two versus Ram Ranch. Really rocks at two. And one, Luke kind of just skating by here with some wins. His team's kind of up in the air. Josh, I'll actually pass this back over to you one more time here.
2: Jared Goff, I like uh, to do better than Carson Wentz. Uh, Green Bay's defense is looking more and more legit every week. Tampa Bay's defense, uh, I think, is much improved, but it's, it's still just kind of a defense. And anytime you got to go from the East Coast to the West Coast, Uh, it's a little bit tough. So a home game for the Rams means I think I like Jerry Goff in that matchup a lot more. Um, Miles Sanders and Chris Carson. Wow. Two ultimate wild cards. Uh, Miles Sanders not getting the workload. Uh, Philly's had some interesting game scripts. They've had some, I don't know, interesting choices to who they're handing the ball to, Uh, how they're using their running backs. Uh, Truly, I I don't know what to expect. I think you can run on Green Bay. I just don't know if Philly's going to try and do that. Uh, And Chris Carson, uh, the big question, can he hold on to the football? I think he can, but uh, he's going to have to prove it this week for sure. Alvin Kamara, just a beast. Uh, Dallas' defense is unfortunate because they're pretty good, but I I think he'll be fine. And Devonta Freeman, again, um, interesting situation there. Not not doing as much as what he is what kind of was probably expected, and Tennessee's defense is not exactly a pushover. So uh, I'm not jumping up and down enjoy, joy for that one. Um, receivers, Mike Williams. Uh, I mean, you're going against Miami, so I guess you're fine. Anybody yeah. going against Miami is fine. Alshon, again, we just talked about it. He's going with the Philly stack. Uh, most matchups I'd be okay with it. This matchup seems tougher. We'll see how it plays out. Allen Robinson against Minnesota, not my favorite, especially with Trubisky. Uh, Edelman, I actually like Edelman against Buffalo. I don't, only because <clears throat> the defense is going to be good. I expect the Patriots to dominate the, the Bills in this one. Um, but they do have a pretty good secondary, so I think they'll be able to take away some of uh, Josh Gordon or you know whoever they, I guess, game plan for. I don't think it'll be Edelman, though. I think there'll be enough underneath that he can he can capitalize on. Why would
0: you even bring Josh Gordon into this?
2: Uh, Well, I'm just saying, like, I don't know. Who do you consider the Patriots wide receiver one right now? I I would assume it's still Josh Gordon, right? It's not going to be Philip Dorsett. By production,
0: it's Julian Edelman. By talent and stardom and followers of faith, it's Josh Gordon.
2: Oh, okay. Um, Tight end position. I'm not entirely sure about Eric Ebron. Uh, Greg Olson's been having a better year. But he's old and fragile, and so I I really don't know about either one of those guys. I'm going to pretend like I do. Uh, And then the flexes. Curtis Samuel. Scary Terry, man. Every time I doubt him, he just... I'm going to quit doubting him, especially against the Giants, uh, which probably means he's going to have a dud game. And Tyrell Williams, another uh, interesting one. We'll call it that. Again, three straight touchdowns and three straight games, but... I'm going to bet against uh, him, against Indy, at Indy. And uh, do we know, is Damian Williams even going to play? Because I don't think he will. And if he doesn't, you're going does to need He does not
1: look flex. like he is going to play.
2: Yeah, that's not ideal. Plus, and here's the kicker, Joe's Chargers matchup against Miami. Yes, the Rams are at home against Tampa, so it is going to be closer. But I still want to play the JV team if I can, so I'm going to give the slight edge to the defense, to Joe, which means, again, yikes, not confidently, I'm going to take Joe in this one.
1: I want to take Joe. Gosh. I don't fuck i have to yeah i have to take joe luke's roster's got too many question marks and too many matchups i don't like and uh honestly joe has terry and curtis in his flex but he might be able to move those two guys as quote his quote-unquote starting uh wide receivers i trust them a little more than his other two guys at the moment if julian Edelman doesn't play chris carson if you look at his games he's gotten 15 carries every game so far this year if they give him 15 carries against Arizona, he will have a good day. i very comfortable in saying that. And then I don't like Wentz uh, at Green Bay against Green Bay. Uh, kind of like what you touched on. Packers aren't that great against the run, but they have a good pass rush, good secondary, things like that. So that doesn't spell super well for him. Um, unless Kamara drops like a 40 bomb, of which is very possible. I I mean... I begrudgingly have to go Joe and I do the, the cherry on top is chargers at my defenses have been like averaging 20 points when they play Miami or something like that. It's, it's a ludicrous stat. So even if he gets 15, like that's enormous. Um, So yeah, we're both going to take Joe, Dan, uh, quick thoughts and a pick real fast.
0: Uh, I'm actually going to switch Joe and Alex and my bottom teams. I think it's uh, Dom, Alex, Joe, and i think joe for this week not season long against luke but joe this week you guys made good points
1: it doesn't look like this one's in the card for luke's here but we will move on to uh borderline marquee matchup of the week it is boydog edward and charlie who's 3-0 against free mg michael george who's 3 and 0 big trade that went down uh mg just sacrificed some of the reasons why he's good right now sake of being good later um but i think that is why just off a glance like he won't win this week he's not gonna play melvin this week he's not gonna play saquon this week so whoever he's rolling out there for his running backs are gonna be rough um dalvin cook's always great but he gets chicago which isn't ideal um and and having to rely on just the other aspects of his team isn't i don't know none of it's super great when i look at charlie's team he's Locked and loaded and and ready to go. He gets a Patriots defense that gets to play Buffalo, which is, I mean, Josh Allen has had at least two turnovers in every game so far this year, something like that. Um, And they'll, they'll sort that out pretty fast. His wide receivers are phenomenal uh Keenan Allen's the number one right now and it's like it's not even fucking close he's just absolute destruction and then if I told you DeAndre Hopkins hasn't found the end zone in the past two weeks you'd be like oh so he'll probably at least get one this week so not great for MG Leonard Fournette and Duke Johnson are strictly getting the job done they're not good he can't be happy about them but they're there and they're making it happen and hopefully after this week for him, Tevin Coleman comes back and he has another guy who he can play, but top to bottom, like Lamar Jackson, Cleveland, um, Cooper cup, Tampa Bay, like this, it's too good. The ESPN projection for what it's worth is 117. That is like out of this world. So yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to go Charlie this week. Uh, Josh, what are your thoughts?
2: Absolutely. Everything you said is right. I'm taking Charlie, no doubt.
1: Yeah, it's it's kind of just, I don't know. This one doesn't almost seem fair because MG's like, it's almost like he's tanking this week. But
0: uh, uh, Dan, quick thoughts? I, I pretty much agree. Um, I wanted to throw out, I was looking at this earlier. Um, one of the crazy things about Charlie's team, um, A, he could use an RB2, but then like between Leonard Fournette and DeAndre Hopkins, through three weeks, he's had one stud game yeah and he's, yeah, and he's dominating yeah he's dominating So like that's crazy yeah so i yeah so
1: that's that's terrifying i will say and this is probably going to be for us because this will not uh, i mean the podcast won't get out tonight so it won't be before waivers mg is probably about to just fucking shia labouf dropping loads on the waiver for gallman he is going to try and put all his chips on gallman i bet He'll probably put closer to like like mm. high 30s just to get him another week until he thinks Gordon can come back, if Gordon does come back the week after this one. Now, I don't know if I fully believe that Gallman is going to be the bona fide workhorse in Saquon's absence. There's rumors that they're trying to pick up other running backs, but he's the hey, safest your, bet for now.
0: What's your over-under on how much MG spends on Gallman?
2: Is it 30?
1: No, I I'd put it
0: higher. I'd put it like at thirty five. Okay, I'll take the over. You you yeah, says he spends too bad. thirty six. Water bet. Shotgun bet. Another one. Yeah, of course. There's only so many beers in my fridge, but okay, let's do it. Do you have two? Yeah, I have two. Oh, you got enough. I have a, I have a three pack of of Tall Boy Natties. <laughs> <laughs> that makes it sound like you bought them as a three pack. That's exactly what I have exactly a problem. <laughs> i I did this while listening to your podcast i want you to know that
1: yeah and now you're on it um but no that that was a pretty pretty easy matchup we're gonna take charlie we'll move on to uh, baxter bark twice which is ben tiller at two and one two more wins than dan versus uh zach brandon i am violently erect and he is one and two uh josh like Take a look over this. This might be a closer matchup than people think, or is or has been a one hit wonder here.
2: This is the weirdest running back matchup I think I've ever seen. So you have Philip Lindsay and Royce Freeman going against each other, right? And you have Mark Ingram against Cleveland and Nick Chubb against Baltimore. Just weird. Thought I'd point that out. Uh, <laughs> All right. Yeah, there's that. Look, I don't know that Jameis is going to. Uh, Put up another 25 points. I can't say that it's not possible. Just don't know that he's going to do it. Meanwhile, I refuse to ever bet against Pat Mahomes in my life, um, who has put up a minimum of 27. So, obviously, the quarterback part goes there. Um, Flip a coin on the running back situation. I have no no idea what to make of it. Sure, I'm going to go to the receivers now. Whoa. (laughs) Yikes. Okay, so Thielen gets the Bears, and – Juju, with an unproven quarterback, gets probably the easiest defense he's had all season against the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. Um, Christian Kirk, and God love him, Philip Dorsett. Uh, I don't see Philip Dorsett getting loose in this one. Uh, I haven't seen it the last three weeks, but it keeps fucking happening. But it keeps happening, damn it. Um, Delaney Walker, Zach Ertz. I mean, Zach Ertz is the better tight end, but Green Bay's defense is... Tougher, I really don't know what they give up to tight ends. Atlanta, I don't know what they give up to tight ends either, but their defense isn't as good. Sterling Shepard, with Danny Dimes out there, he could be good. Jarvis Langer's never going to be good, so they he shouldn't play him. Uh, going with the Hardman stack, I, I mean, he'll probably end up at the end zone. That's just how it goes in Kansas City. Uh, and then Jamal Williams, we talked about him earlier. I mean, I don't like playing him. I just... Think he might be slightly better than Edo Smith defensively. I don't. I'm not thrilled about either one of their defenses. I would definitely want the one like Joe Flacco though. But on the road at Denver could be a little bit tougher. New Orleans, yes, they're at home. Dallas's offense has looked really good. Man, I don't know. I I don't think Ben wins just because I I just don't think his team is talented. And I'm I feel bad leaving it at that. But like there's there like you said, there's some question marks. Dorsett is one. Uh, Jamal Williams, to have to play him doesn't make me feel good. Meanwhile, Brand, it would not surprise me if Hardman gets in the end zone. And he has the potential to do it multiple times with Pat Mahomes. So I'm going to take Brand in this one, and Ben's probably going to win. It's going to piss me off, but whatever.
1: I mean, I, I'm i going to take Brand for the sole factor that I think Ben's roster is garbage outside of Philip Lindsay, Mark Ingram, and Juju Schuster-Smith. They all had great weeks last week. They all have significantly tougher matchups outside of Juju, who gets to play just like the the JV team based out of Cincinnati. Um, so Phillip has Jacksonville. That's going to suck. Cleveland's good against the run. They might get eaten up through the air, but they'll, I think they'll at least be able to stymie the attack a little bit. So Mark Ingram might not feast. And if neither of them pop, then Zach will take care of it. His floor is so high with Pat Mahomes um that if anybody else on that roster can get it done he'll be fine and like you said a, a stack with uh Meikle hardman or if zach ertz catches a touchdown or if christian kirch catches anything or adam t any if any of those guys score like he will be fine um so no i'm i'm gonna go zach brand this week this was uh just looking at the matchups and the players that matter for ben it's it's no question dan any any quick little insight here in a pick.
0: Uh running backs total score less than forty, other than Jamal Williams. All of them. Uh yeah, the top four running backs on their rosters score less than 40 points. It's gotta go Ben. I pick Ben because his wide receivers has, have good matchups, and the only way Zach wins is if uh Mahomes and Hardman score over 60. Wow. Really? Yeah. Well, I don't Thielen, see that. Adam Thielen, where they don't pass the ball in Chicago. Kristen Kirk against Seattle.
2: Seattle's given up points, though. Yeah, that uh, defense is not anything to be afraid it's not of. A, it's pass.
0: not the Legion of Boom, but it's still not good. And they're still inexperienced. Like Arizona is like the new Seattle. Like they play to the level of their competition, both teams. So it could be bad. There could be a lot of field goals in this one.
1: Not, I, this, whatever the over is on that game, I would take it. I don't think either of those defenses stop
2: anyone. So, Dan, you're a big believer in Dorset
0: every superman has a kryptonite and for josh gordon it's philip Dorset. yikes um
1: but we'll uh we'll move on dan with the contrarian pick there we'll go on to our guests matchup it is uh danny dimes coming in at uh unsurprising 0 three against kareem punting women and ian at one and two dan fight for yourself here why why are
0: you not going to get blown out by 20 That's a good question, Zach. I accept your question. Uh, Ian, change your team name. I find it offensive. I think the rest of the league does as well. Change your fucking team name. Danny Dimes. It's happy. It's wholesome. Um, I like my team week in and week out. Unfortunately, I'm 0-3, and and I'm coming into a matchup against Ian where his team has some of the most beautiful matchups I've ever fucking seen in my life, and I hate it. (laughs) Marlon Mack at home against Oakland. Sure, Oakland's booty. And they're going to be for the next 10 years because that's how long they paid Gruden. James Conner in Cincinnati. James Conner's due for a breakout. Hopefully, never mind. But James Conner's probably going to have a good game. Uh, Brandon Cooks against Tampa Bay. Apparently, you can't run against Tampa Bay, so you pass. And the Rams have the best receiving core in the league, hands down. So, yeah. Brandon Cooks, love him. (laughs) <laughs> Rest of his matchups, I think I like my odds. Um Paul Richardson's kind of a wild card, but he is also playing the Giants. So I got that going for me. Um I like my team. My matchups are meh, but I think my team's better. So
1: so are you taking yourself? Yeah, I'm taking myself, Zach. Get, have you, you taken yourself every week? Yeah. Not a good percentage there.
0: Well, you yeah. <laughs> know. Me and Gillis have a lot of I, people didn't think Trump was going to win the last election, but here we are.
2: It's a bold take. <laughs> you you compare, now compared your team to Donald Trump, just so yeah, we're clear. or
0: yourself, whichever one, whichever,
1: whichever flag you want to stake there. That's we are that's both you.
0: agents of coffee. Oh,
1: god, maybe it was a mistake to bring you on, Josh. Go ahead and uh, dive in on this matchup,
2: yeah. Uh, I think, Danny, what he said in terms of Ian's matchups are correct. And, in fact, I'll go a little further. I think Tyler Lockett, uh, I've seen uh, the game where, I mean, look look at his last two games. Field goals. Ten catches for 79 yards. It doesn't matter if it's field goals. New Orleans. Tyler Lockett's a bum. Eleven catches for 154 yards and a touchdown. This guy literally comes down with double-digit catches two out of three weeks. Uh, And the one week he didn't, he got in the end zone. I think you are definitely not giving him enough credit. Bum. I also, I, I, but I do agree with you. His matchups are great, and your matchups are not my favorite. It doesn't mean you don't have a chance. I just don't like your matchups. So I'm going to take Ian. Fuck you.
1: Um... So I mean, when I look at your team, you got four guys who you just hope perform well, and that is, and that will hopefully mean that you win. And that's Zeke, Josh Gordon, Larry Fitzgerald, Chris Godwin. If those guys perform well, and the Vikings,
0: no, don't forget, every time Trubisky throws to the left, we have a chance for an interception. And I have one of the best intercepting teams in the league.
1: But what you're also forgetting is the Vikings have kirk cousins and every time he throws in any direction it's but most
0: they don't let him throw they don't let him throw
1: they only don't let him throw when it's a positive game script Go when they're dominating if to. you looked at their game Go against the packers Josh, they weren't doing well so Josh, they made him
0: throw step and in. he lost
1: them the game out of
0: control
1: so if you have kirk cousins going up against a tough defense throwing interceptions that If they don't pick six it, they'll just get good field position. And then that's just points. And then they're just putting up points. And that's where your defense who's
0: Who's putting up points. The Vikings put up points because their defense returns Mitchell Trubisky's left throws for touchdowns.
1: No, 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 no. Mitch is bad, but he's not Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins might have a higher ceiling. He might be more competent at times, but he's way more turnover prone. Uh, Mitch will throw that one bag pick a game where you're like, how are you playing football? But then he just follows uh, old Uncle Nagy's system and just checks downs out in the flats, short crossing routes, all these sorts of things, and the ball just slowly moves down the field. And then it's just going to happen over and over and then, at the end of the day, your defense will still probably actually do just fine, but it won't be as good as you think. Do
0: you know the the muffin man
2: Foolish. do you guys both know how drunk I am because of you too? Gil this
0: is all a prank pulled on you
2: yeah, no kidding i'm I'm calling off work tomorrow.
0: Is that an option? Can I do that too?
1: I just don't think your matchups are good enough here Dan um, yeah. so I think i yeah, just no. I, I just I just don't think New Orleans is oddly like better against the run this year than they are the pass, um, which is wild because they have Lattimore who's supposed to be good. Who's actually been like one of the worst corners in the league so far, which is kind of out of this world. And you're still he, starting Austin Hooper. Has he been good uh, against Tennessee? Oh, yes, he had please. he had one good game. Oh, so he's due to have a yeah. bad game again. He so has that, had sucks. Two that sucks. Two good
0: games. The only game he didn't have a good game during was the one where he could have helped me defeat you. And you're
1: benching one of your first round picks. So this is clearly a well-run team by a
0: competent owner.
1: I have I want,
0: to I want you, you to imagine a, a vampire when I say this next thing, okay?
1: <laughs> All I heard was you sucking the life out of your own team to an you. 0-12 record. I hate you. All right. So we'll move on to my <laughs> matchup. Uh, it's my turn to go first for the hosts here. That'll be the Sin Sin Hattie Bungholes one and two versus the champ is here at two and one. As always, Josh, I will toss it to you first.
2: Sure. Love it. Two good quarterbacks or quarterbacks who are having good years. Uh definitely New Orleans defense is probably tougher than Arizona's. I don't think you're gonna fight me on that one. Uh no. McCaffrey, look, Eckler, oh, good God. He is going to score so many points in so many ways that it's I just going hope to hope he goes out in a, in a blaze of glory. Make me vomit. Um, just because, I mean, why wouldn't they? Melvin Gordon's back, but he's not playing, which means you might as well just run Eckler into the ground, and it's Miami, and uh, they haven't learned how to tackle yet. Think of it like like when you're in first grade and you're learning like You know, your ABCs and and your writing and all that other stuff that you learn in first grade. The Miami Dolphins are in football school, but they haven't learned how to play yet. They're just learning, like, you know, what a uniform is and what a helmet and shoulder pads are. So that is going to be a 75-point player right there. Um, (laughs) Derrick Henry and Christian McCaffrey. Boy, I, I mean, Christian is super talented. He should be fine. I have to assume he's going to be fine, but I don't know. Houston's defense isn't that bad, so I, I don't know. Derrick Henry, meanwhile, I still can't figure this guy out, but this guy apparently is just set on proving me wrong, uh, always ending up in the end zone. Yeah, say and, something uh, nice about him. It's, I, I hate it. I hate, I hate it. that he's Josh. doing this to me right now.
0: I couldn't possibly imagine something nice about Derrick Henry. <laughs> <laughs> so far, uh, Derrick Henry has... Contributed to two of the worst years of my life.
2: Yeah, yeah. Is but this here being is, one of them? Yes. Here and he last is last year doing well. Uh, Aaron Jones, man, they should really give him the ball some more, and not Jamal Williams, but they're not going to do it. So you're pretty much capped there. Uh, Ty, I'm pretty sure he's not playing. I don't know, but didn't he like tear his quad or something crazy? Um, he had to stop but- playing because of his quad. Yeah. uh, And
1: he didn't practice today. But
2: wild card, James Washington. Look, I told you the Bengals defense is bad. You never know. Um, But Odell's definitely going to be more consistent, uh, even though it is Baltimore and they're, I guess, tougher. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, Will Fuller, wild card as well. So you got a couple wild cards in this matchup. Okay. Before I dive into this tight end analysis, (laughs) (laughs) what what's going on with your boy tj hawkinson
1: just fucking drop touchdowns man two weeks in a row
2: just out there with his one catch in back-to-back games um very confusing meanwhile old man witten just being as old as he possibly can be but i don't know i don't know about either one of those guys and then the flex is look i i will not believe in Kenyon drake or adam So, Zach, I'm taking you. Uh, also, what? why is he playing Buffalo's defense against New England? That, that might be one of the bolder matchups I think I've seen. I know if Buffalo's you, defense is good, but they Well, are the if Patriots.
1: you look at their defense, you're like, wow, fantasy wise, they're nine overall. Let's see their totals 11 5 11. Okay. And then if you look at who they've played, they've played the Jets, the Giants, and the Bengals. And it's like, yes, oh, those are arguably three of the worst teams in the NFL currently.
2: Yes, and they are not the New England Patriots. So um, that's going to be trouble. But I'm taking you in this one uh, with a slight edge and a lot of wild cards.
0: Yep. All right, we'll pass it over to Dan. Thoughts? I don't think about you at all. I take the other side. (laughs) Of what? (laughs) I take Dakota. In what? Fantasy football. This is literally the whole pod is about fantasy football. How do you not know what I take to go to end? Cause I
1: had you on here, so it couldn't possibly be about fantasy football. What could you contribute to that kind of podcast? Oh, I take to go account. to Okay. Uh, Kill us drink.
0: Yeah. Well, no considering
1: kidding. Dan took himself and he's been wrong every week. I'm just going to assume that's a vote of good, good faith for me. So I appreciate that, Dan. Um, I just kind of looking at, it things um I don't think it's gonna be a pretty week. I have some bad matchups sprinkled throughout there. I still have some some murky situations with my roster. Um I wish they didn't lock because every week I've played Cole Beasley I've won and every week I haven't I've lost. Um so I wish True I could just stick that. him in there. So it could be like uh, twins battling it out and Adam Humphreys and Cole Beasley. So, but no, I'm going to go with myself. I think just top to bottom, I think my plays are a little more solid. I think if TJ just catches that touchdown pass that he's been getting every game um, and shores up his weeks there. Um, and I do think, especially against Kansas City, he will hopefully have to run block a little less because they won't be in the game early on. So they have no need to run. So he'll just be going out for routes and getting the ball a little more. As always, I'm I'm going to take myself as well. Um, and that will lead us into the last matchup of the week. That is a juicy smooch. Mm, so juicy at one and two. in Ryan Lachey versus he he'd beat Luke's beer mile uh, co-host, Josh Gillis. I will kind of kind of take us uh, from the top here and what I'm seeing. When I look at Ryan's team, I mean, he's. So lucky he's one and two right now, because his only win was against Joe, who uh, sometimes I question if he knows what he's doing. I don't know. Like, Sony Michelle at Buffalo is bad. Carlos Hyde is terrifying. I do think Adams, I mean, he's due, I guess. Mike Evans had his big pop week, so I'm sure Rams are like, well, we don't want that to happen to us. Although Robert Woods is due for a big pop. Kind of already spoke about Tyler Boyd. Don't don't really believe in that there. Definitely don't like the Cowboys at New Orleans. Gerald Everett, I didn't even know uh, the Rams had a tight end. But when I look at your rosters, like Rodgers has by far his uh, best matchup of the year in that Eagles secondary. David Johnson has a high floor. Kerryon Johnson will do well until the game script gets away from them, but I think that's safe um dj Moore with kyle allen looks really good mark andrews is an absolute stud ride demarcus robinson into the ground and same with chris thompson because adrian peterson's washed up and you would have to be a fool to have him starting on your roster um so yes i am going to go josh dan any thoughts
0: yeah um most of my thoughts aren't actual like statistical analysis Uh, most of my thoughts yeah most of them aren't thoughts I actually think that at some point Ryan absorbed all of Josh's luck because no one ever scores any points against Ryan and everybody scores all the points against Josh Um, and that's just like the way it's been forever so I'm probably going to take Ryan I don't think I can explain how I actually think Carlos Hyde and Sonny Michelle are both trash I think like Sonny Michelle had 17 snaps last week on the patriots that's very very bad um he's averaging one yard per carry he got a touchdown he is a sell low do not buy candidate right now carlos hyde i'm not sure why he's been very very good other than last week against the chargers who are pretty respectable but they're trying out other running backs so they don't believe in him or duke johnson um, so I don't think I can explain why Ryan's going to win, but he'll find a way, and I'm sorry, Josh.
2: Yeah, uh, Danny, there's no reason to apologize. If you look at the history between Ryan and I's matchup, you'll see that Yikes. I've never beaten Ryan. It's not he absorbed
0: idea. your essence.
2: I, Danny, you, you. it's funny you say that because it's. I can tell you exactly when it happened. Uh, oh, it's really? when we went uh, head-to-head in uh, – my first and only uh, championship appearance way back yeah. in the day, mm-hmm. um, he beat me, and he beat me in a way that essentially uh, then cursed me and took all of my luck. He didn't just, he couldn't just win. He had to, he had to punish me uh, uh, in this hell that I'm now living, which is my life. Right, uh, right. Just watching random players score an obscene amount of points. Uh I mean, and Ben, ben I scored 170 versus you. That's that's <laughs> yeah. I that I takes texted him about it a little bit and was like, uh, just a little bit about our matchup. And it's it's actually funny how pathetic both of us. Are. Like we're we're at the point in our in our in our in our matchup where we're shit talking ourselves to each other. Like right. I'm like, oh, <laughs> don't worry, you're gonna score 200 points this week because apparently that's just the thing that people do now. And he's like, oh, no, my team can't, my running backs can't do shit. Like, literally, we went back and forth on this for a while, and then we just got tired of talking, so. I love it. Just trying to out karma my... each other. I don't care that I'm going to be wrong, uh, but I'm taking myself, because I should. There's every reason in the world tells me that I should win this matchup, but it, I don't know. There you go. probably won't happen. I mean, other than race, logic
0: so. and and faith. Yeah. But, yes, all the other reasons.
2: Yeah. All right. Uh,
1: and that will take us to the end of the week four matchup breakdown. Uh, big shout out to Dan. Thanks for thanks for coming on. Thanks for being a guest. Hopefully, it wasn't yeah, too you, enjoyable
0: Dan. for you. It was fine.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, seriously. Thanks for coming on, especially given the circumstances. Definitely, definitely might be a tougher one to swallow. But I do appreciate it. Uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, like always, we will be back next week. We record every Wednesday. So if you would like to be on the podcast, just let me know. If we set a time beforehand, it can be flexible.
0: So I was actually, sorry. Uh, I was actually hoping we could end on the Gord's Prayer.
2: The Gord's Prayer? We're going
0: we're gonna to end in prayer.
2: Yeah, I understand. What prayer?
0: It's a new one, but the the tempo is something you should be familiar with.
2: Yeah. <laughs> okay, perfect. Yeah, and, name,
0: and the name of the Father? And the sun and the holy Gordon. This feels super sacrilegious, <clears> by the way. Our Gordon, who art rehabbed,
2: rehab, rehab, hallowed be thy game. Thy, game. Game.
0: thy touchdowns they come, come. thy weed be done, done. in Boston, Boston as it I was been been in Cleveland. Cleveland. <laughs> give us this, this day guy, our daily med and, and forgive us, us our so missed passes as we, as we forgive them, those who hold grass, grass against, against us. Lead us not into temptation. But deliver What's us other from evil. For thine is the end zone, and the pylon, and the glory. Wow. Sunday and forever.
2: I'm I'm going to hell
0: after
3: that. I'm trying to keep
4: my faith. We on an ultra light beam. We on a ultra light beam. This is a god dream. This is a god dream. This is everything. This is everything. Deliver us serenity Deliver us peace Deliver us love And yeah. we know we need it You know we need it You know we need, it. You know we need it. The we
3: need you now
4: Pray for Paris Pray for the parents This is a God dream this is a god dream. This is a god dream. We on a ultra light beam. We on a ultra light beam. This is a god dream. This is a god dream. This is everything. Everything.
3: Looking for more Somewhere I can feel safe. safe And in
5: my holy war I'm trying to keep my faith so why I send depression, not blessings? Why, oh why'd you do me wrong? More. You persecute the weak Because it makes you feel so strong safe. Don't have much strength to fight So I look to the light more. To make these wrong Turn right, head up high I look to the light Hey, cause I know that you'll make everything alright And I know that you'll take good care of your child Oh, no longer am afraid of the night Cause I, I look to the light when they come for you, I will shield your name I will feel their questions I will feel your pain No one can judge They don't, they don't know, they don't know Foot on the devil's neck till the drifted Pangea I'm moving all my family from Chatham to Zambia Treat the demons just like Pam I mean I fuck with your friends but damn Gina I have been this way since Arthur was Aunt Eater Now they wanna hit me with the woo after BAM Trying to snap photos of family uh. My daughter look just like Sia, you can't see her You can feel the lyrics of Spirit coming in Braille Tell me the underground, come and follow the trail I made Sunday candy, I'm never going to hell I met Kanye West, I'm never going to fail He said let's do a good-ass job with Chance 3 I hear you gotta sell it to snatch the grand Grammy Let's make it so free and the bar so hard That it ain't one gosh darn part you can't tweet This is my part, nobody else speak This is my part, nobody else speak This little light of mine, glory be be the God, yeah I'ma make sure that they go where they can't go If they don't wanna ride, I'ma still give them raincoats. Know what God said when he made the first rainbow Just know to set the end if I'm too late for the intro uh, I'm just having fun with it You know that a nigga was lost I laugh in my head cause I bet that my ex looking back like a pillar of salt uh, Cause they've left the script on your ass like Wesley and Spike You cannot mess with the light Look at the channel from 79 When you're on a ultra
4: light beam, when you're on a ultra light beam, this is a god dream, this is a god dream, this is everything. Hallelujah. Everything. everything.
3: I'm trying to keep my faith, but I'm looking for more. Somewhere I can feel safe. In my holy
4: Father, this prayer is for everyone that feels they're not good Mm -hmm. enough. This prayer is for everybody that feels that they're too messed up. For everyone that feels they said I'm sorry too many times. You can never go too far when you can't come back home again. That's why I need